Cheers. Cheers. I'm Abby. I'm Kano. This is DiplomacyGames.com podcast. About diplomacy. For the most part. Yeah. yeah most, yeah. most times, yep. Well, it's also about, a little bit about drinking. Yes. Speaking of drinking, I'm just, this is a lovely drop. What have you like got? It's a, so, first of all, where we're at, we're at the Stoner Woods Brewery. Yep. In Fortitude Valley. I remember last time when we had our, whatever the episode was, it was just a, it was a couple of blocks that way, and I said, "There's so many places around here." I said, "We've got to go to that brewery." And he went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." Absolutely agree. I'm glad we're here because I'm drinking a. Um, it's an in-house stone beer. 2019. It's been aged in. Um, yeah, you can't hear you. Get it's been point. it's been aged in a whiskey cast. Oh. Um, it's a, is it a stout or what it, is it? It looks like a stout. It's got the it's got the texture of a stout, but it's not quite as strong as a stout. Ah. So it's really suiting this weather because it, you know, it's not hot weather. Is that the, the it's not Dougal? really chilly? Double down. Double. Double down. I don't know. Is that on the left, the middle, or the right? Right in the middle. Ah. Oh yeah, that's a stout. They say it's a stout. It doesn't. It's not quite a stout. They're probably calling it a stout, but it doesn't. It's not got that same. It's not as bitter. It's got I'm just going to check what it's called. You keep talking. Yeah, it's got that texture of a stout. Um, it's really smooth. It hasn't got that same. Like often, a stout will come with a like a bitter aftertaste to it. This one really has got a pleasant, pleasant texture. Is it and is it the, flavor? It's is not it overwhelming. the terrific ripe stout? Is that what it is? Probably. What's yours? Mine's the uh, the cloud catcher, which I've had before down at the um, the surf club down when I go down to the beach. But uh, so it's a good drop, but it's not what I want to kind of. I'm going to build up to what I want because okay. when I went up to the bar, they've got what's they call a West Coast Double IPA. And it tastes smooth, very nice, but it's only got one little problem. What's that? It's 8.6%. So if I kind of started on that, I would be just fucked off my nuts so quickly, it's not funny. Well, this bad boy's 8.8. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, good. So uh, <laughs> you'll start the uh, getting sugared, and I will catch up. Okay, so I'll catch up on you on the next one. Do you surf? Ambie. What? Do you surf? surf? No, 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 no. I, I like the idea of surfing. Yeah. I'd like to do it, but uh, how do I put this nicely? I'm not very. I'm not very de- dexterous. What is the word? Dexter. Dex. I'm, I'm clumsy. Dexterous. I'm unco. Anyway, so I, I kind of think I wouldn't really be. I don't think I've got the skills to kind of see what's going on within the wave and jump on the board quickly and also my balances is shit so I reckon I would just be going crash 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 there's a litany of reasons I was actually down the coast on the weekend and I was talking to Mrs Ambie about this because she said oh Christmas is coming up what do you think what do you want to do and something different oh, yeah. and where we go you sometimes if you get a good northerly there's everyone brings out like the kite surfing things oh yes so you're kind of on like a board but you've yep. got like a massive kite and you kind of just go with the wind and stuff. So that way, I reckon, I'd have to worry too much on the balance on that one. Well, not only do you have to worry about your standing balance, you have to worry about what you're doing with your hands as well. 
Yeah, but I'm good with that shit. I thought you said you weren't dexterous. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so there's, there's like micro and macro, isn't there? I don't know. Well, Gross well, motor. Okay. And what's the other one? So gross motor's motor. shit. <laughs> but the other one I'm okay at. Okay. Oh, well. Good we're, hands. We're, we're, good hands. We're, 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 we've established <laughs> that you're not any good at surfing. Or you, you know. How about you? Have you done surfing? No, never. <laughs> I've, I've, I've given, um, I've tried bodyboarding and body surfing and that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, dead. Uh, I used to, back, back when I was a teenager, water skiing, go out with the uncles. Oh, really? Yeah. Down at Dunny Doon? Not Dunny Doon, no. Nah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, down, down, in, down in Victoria, <laughs> the next lake over. Oh, really? Epilogue. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How's the serenity? So, those of you who don't know what we're talking about, go to the great Australian movie, The Castle. How's the serenity? How's the serenity? Anyway, but this, yeah, okay. So, this is a diplomacy podcast. Though, oh, it right? is. It is yeah, too. Yeah. And it's a bit of a train spotting exercise too, because we're near a train line, so that might be a bit of noise in the background occasionally. But at least we don't have traffic noise going past. You know, given this like down in a dead end. Yeah. Which is nice, actually. And it's just drizzle out. Yeah, rain. Haven't had rain for ages. How are you going in your diplomacy games? Um, I'm, I'm maintaining my current trend. Oh, yeah? Down. Down. <laughs> <laughs> um... The way things are going at the moment, I don't think it's going to be too long on the top until I'm out of the, the top 2,000. Oh, sorry, I'll be out of uh, a score above 2,000. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, one thing I was surprised at, because I played that game which was like, fuck, what was it called? It was um, like the 5,000 points were at stake. You know, it was like the biggest game. Obviously, the big hitters game. Yeah. yeah, the big hitters game. But because everyone was really all around the same band on points... There wouldn't be that much movement. There wasn't much movement at all. It was really bizarre. I was pleasantly surprised I didn't get too hammered on, like, you know, like smashed on that one. Oh, what you, what you need is a 1,000-level player in there to do well to bring all of your bastards down. Well, no, that's what that's what we're trying to avoid. Well, that's what I want to avoid. That's why I kind of kept away from that. Uh, fair enough. But no, that that game's now over, and as I mentioned previously, I got absolutely smashed in that one. Uh, what other games recently have I played? I lost it. But that um, I saw in the forum you're trying to get together a um, like a declare war game. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're trying to, we're trying to get a second game up and running for that, but I don't think many people are actually keen now. Oh. I don't know what happened to that one. I have offered, though, in the winning thread to facilitate and be a game master for a winning game. What's that involved? So it's for all the players who are playing in the winning thread who are, like, dedicated hardcore winners, in air quotes, (laughs) where, as a game master, I would kind of, in advance, randomly pick a time. Okay. To, to what? To block? To, to mute the thread? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Okay, so let's like let's say it's eleven twelve a.m. Okay. Okay. And whoever happens to post closest to eleven twelve a.m. as the 
third to last post, so you know how that all works. Yes. They, as part of the winning game, get to advise to the game master what order they want another player to put in for one unit. So there's an added winning incentive to play the winning three. And you don't know when that time is going to be. I'll determine it in advance. How does that work? You have to play that by email, though. No, you play normal, but as a game master, let's say... Okay, so let's say Gopher gets the, the winning of the winning thread. So he's okay, the third yeah. to last. Yeah. And let's, let's, let's assume Mouse, because he, he, he doesn't really like Mouse. <laughs> he might go, okay, Ambie, as the GM, I want you to tell Mouse that his unit in Munich, let's say he's France, uh, needs to move to Bohemia. <laughs> and as part of this thing, then yeah. I would go... Mouse wouldn't know that you know who the winner is, but by and signing up onto the game, he's agreed. He's agreed to, to, to the conditions, and then I've got to say, "Sorry, Mouse, you've got to move Munich to Bohemia." <laughs> well, that, that sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah, I know it could be fun. I, I, I mean, even putting aside the winning thread, I think it's a good idea. Unranked, of course. Yes, it would be an unranked game. Correct. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, you can screw with your neighbour, you can screw with some person on the other side of the board, just for the hell of it. Well, yeah, like, can you imagine if you're France, and you've got the winning thing, and maybe, I don't know, and you kind of say, oh, well, um, I want Trieste to attack Venice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well. Yeah. Automatically get those two bogged into a war, and then you kind of come in the back, and like France always does, and mops up. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Are you involved in any other games? Um, I'm in a... Well, one of the games that was part of the... I can't remember, the Decopolis game or whatever. That one's finished now. Oh, yep. So I'm in the... the uh, I think we've mentioned before, I'm in the follow-up one, which is the full frontal scrotal lobotomy game. <laughs> okay. And um, oh, things, based are, on, uh... things aren't looking good. Oh, no. Hey, another one. Another one. Another one when I'm doing total shit. So this is the, um, what variant is this one? This is, this is a, modern Europe. A modern Europe, which is a new one. Well, in the last six months, 12 months or whatever. So it's a variant of the Renovatio map? Um, I don't know if it's a Renovatio map or they just made a brand new map. It looks... I don't think it is a Renovatio map because you get all this weird little jagged lines it's a little bit more I'll say the word pixelated like you know uh, oh, yeah. old school video game thing but it's not quite that bad okay as so, opposed to the smooth lines of Renovatio Europe Renovatio right but yes I get in my ass absolutely handed to me on this one I think I mentioned did I mention last time one player in the game based on what I talked about in one of the podcast episodes worked out who I was and got in touch with me saying hey Amby <laughs> <laughs> this is like he, he said his country to my country I went oh fuck so there you go in an anonymous game I kind of blew my own cover okay well we'll keep this one yeah we won't go into any more depth on that one because these guys will figure it out yes Apart, they'll just look at it so anyone listening to it will just go okay someone getting their ass handed to them Probably Ambi. 
Or you like could be bluffing, you know. Yeah. But also in other games where I was doing shit, you know what I mean? I'm now totally removed out of the Media Wars game. I think the last time we caught up, I was in it for like... I had high hopes that I was going to be um, pimping myself out with my one unit to another player and alliance. And I put my trust in that player and... Guess what happened? He took your supply centre. Well, yes, he did, but I couldn't fucking do anything about it, even if I didn't trust him. So I at least made out that I trusted him, even though I didn't. <laughs> and, of course, he went, gobble, 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 gobble. Has Top. that game finished yet? Media Wars? No, 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 it's still going. So um, now two players have been eliminated, and one player is another player's down to one supply centre, and I think another player's down to two supply centres. Ooh, okay, so so um, run. so basically, I mean, I can tell I can talk about the countries, but not necessarily the players, because apparently we're meant to talk about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although half the people have, so you know, <laughs> who, knows? <laughs> who knows? Anyway, so, so who's been removed? So Turkey has been removed, and France has been removed. England is down to one supply centre, which I think is Spain. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which... It's um, not a good spot for England to be in, really. No, Spain. no, no, no. Not, not good. Um, that's a good idea. Bit of... Bit of... So- here we are. We've got... So we've put Kana's Peaky Blinds cap and my umbrella as a bit of a sound barrier from the train. So, so I don't know that if that'll make much difference. difference. Probably not, but... Put that there, too. Here we go. Um, anyway, so... Italy's down to two. Yeah. So basically, so Russia and Russia and Austria are still kind of pushing forward pretty hard. Are they still working together? They seem to be, but like Austria popped into Warsaw, so I'm assuming that either A that was agreed, or B they made up afterwards because then they seem to work together again. But really, it's just down now to Austria as, as main players, like significant players. Yep. Austria, Russia, and Germany. Germany's doing very well. So Germany's pretty much conquered all of France uh-huh. and has half of England. Or maybe it's got at least one supply centre in England. It's got a good chunk of Scandinavia. So. Okay. But remember this game, it's been agreed. This is winner take all. There's like, take no prisoners, there must be only one winner. There can only be one. Very Highlanderish. Oh, what if someone hits 17 supply centres and the other ones don't want to let him take another one and stalemate the line? I don't know. That's a great question. Who's maybe obliged it makes to the, stab who? Maybe that makes the game invalid. Not that it matters. There's no points, isn't it? Yeah, okay. You've got a fair idea who's who in that game. Though. Oh, I know who's who. Oh. But we're not meant to talk about... Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not meant to talk about oh, okay, too right. much. No. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's on the down low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. But it's been interesting because, like, some players have had all sorts of problems with real-life shit. Actually, there's about three players that had real-life shit go on. One player got it twice. Sorry, we've got real-life shit happening twice, so... Anyway. Yeah, well, I've just gone through some fun stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you have. I have, I have. Yeah, you're, you're looking really quite quite well. And yeah, I've got the, um, I've got the, the quarantine growth um, going on there. So 
Or should we get another drink first? Yeah, let's get another one and then you can just jump into that. Okay, let's get pours. Cheers. Back. We're back. Hopefully we haven't lost the, uh, the start. I think we haven't, but who no, knows? recording. Yeah, I know, but I pressed pause. And then when I came back, instead of pressing pause again, I pressed record again. So it seems to have started a new recording oh, track. Oh, you can stitch that together with your oh, technological magic. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just worried that, you know, I don't fuck up and, and lose anything. So if this is where the podcast begins... That's Bad fucking luck, you're going to miss out on all the shit we're not going to talk about it again. <laughs> well, I'm on the same drink. I'm on yes. the Woodfire Border Stone Beer. Yes, and I fucked up because last time around I said you were on a, a cherry ripe stout. But no. no, you're right, it's called Stone Beer. Yeah, Woodfire Border. 8.8%. It's a porter. Yes. Right. They had like the, the tasting notes was talking about chocolate and caramel and cocoa. Um. taste the cocoa in it if I yeah no I can taste the cocoa have you got much Corona can I have a sip or not really no I bet not okay (laughs) (laughs) there we go folks this is a COVID safe podcast (laughs) proudly sponsored by the Department of Health or something so So, I've I've moved on to the um, these fucking trains Kana I went to the west coast double IPA Nah, but then we're next to a big smelly old wall. Yeah. Okay, what do you want? The West Coast Double IPA. And it is... What's it like? Whoa. Strong. There's a certain fruity garden taste in it, you know what I mean? With um, lingering... Almost like chalky taste, but in a pleasant way. Okay. Oh, well, cheers. It's cheers very nice. Drinks. Cheers. Um, I think we've both got two fucking good openings there. But anyway, so you were saying you've gone through a lot of shit lately. Yeah, well, our workplace was shut down, um, essentially. Yeah. Um, what amounted to a total of about three weeks all up, really. Three weeks? Yeah, yeah. Ah. So the two weeks period when you know, came and went, yep. and then they kept it locked down until the end of that week, so two and a half weeks. So this is because someone got COVID? Essentially, yeah. So it's a work, I mean, it's over 500 people work there at, yep. at this location, and pretty much everyone had to, you know... Down tools. Down tools and stay at home, couldn't go anywhere. All right. So I went through all of that, I had to get tested a couple of times in that period, um... It's not a fun test, and I've had it too. I've had the test. Yeah. Where they kind of shove the thing right up your fucking nose. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the first time was a bit of a shock. You know, it's like, oh, God, I don't like that. But the second time's worse. Oh, is it? Because you know what's coming. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the first time you're like, oh, you know, it's like sticking something up your nose, whatever, you know. You know. <laughs> you're going to say something like sticking something up your bum. <laughs> second time around, <laughs> you, you know it's going to be worse. <laughs> What sort of test have you been taking? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you need to have these tests done. <laughs> Usually you're out under the cold, but, you know, apparently some people don't do that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. That's um, what they're into. All good for them. Um, yeah, yeah, anyway. And then we, I get, like, from the, the health department a daily phone call and 
there's a couple of other departments that are calling me throughout the time. Coppers? Yeah, coppers. Coppers? Don't knock on your door? I actually didn't get any house visits. Oh, really? Yeah. That's but, but some of the people at work did. Yeah? Yep. Keep you on your toes. Yeah. It wasn't exactly like a lay down and do nothing. So did Mrs. Kane have to also stay home? No. What the... Why? That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. You've got to be kidding me. I had to promise to sleep in a different bed and as much as possible stay one and a half metres away from their home. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You and me both, mate. But there it is. Because, like, the current... Okay, so now in Queensland, there's, what, 20 or 30 cases. So it's like this mysterious case that occurred in your workplace and then it kind of got passed around to a couple of other workplaces and now about 20-30 people but like the, there's when they're saying lately most people when they're going oh we've had another three or four people but it's nothing to worry about it's all like you know family members who are with someone who's living with somebody who's already got it so presumably they're staying at home so yeah well maybe I don't know you know, had I, you know, had my first test maybe come back positive, then I would imagine that my spouse or anyone who's living at that house would be told that no, you know, can't go anywhere until you go get tested. Yeah, I imagine that's the sort of discussion. Whereas I tested negative pretty much straight away on that. So the concern level. You didn't test negative was lower. straight away. You took fucking forever until they turned up and gave you a test. Well, I actually had to go in and get tested. Really? Yeah. I thought they said they were going to come and see you. Well, that's what they've said to start off with, but no, turned around at to... Oh, anyway. fuck. Blah. I can, see, I can see why people criticise them on mixed messaging, yeah. honestly. Like, my official COVID note, like, quarantine notice, the email in it said, you know, um, you have to stay quarantined until the 13th. 13th? Third. No, fuck. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But the quarantine notice officially released me the day before. So inside, <laughs> right? So, 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 yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so what do I go with? Do I go with the official-looking PDF that says that you know I'm free to go on such and such a date, or do I go with the the message from the nurse who's interviewed me, yeah, who right, sent mate. me that yep. email saying that you know well actually can't leave until a day later in the email. So. So, I mean, that's a minor case of the mixed messages, but I can see the complaint. And there's changing messages over the course of those two weeks that I was yeah. in, in ISO, essentially. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. So what did you get up to? Were you able to continue to work remotely or anything? Or yeah, well... You just kind of sat at home and drank yourself to a stupor every day? I wish. So earlier this year, my, my workplace pretty much moved to a, um, you know pandemic preparedness yep. situation where if something was to happen then we'd be able to switch to working remotely. Yep. So um, yeah, pretty much that's what we did. Cool. Ended up working over two weeks. It's not Yeah. See I had visions of you sitting around in your underpants, you know, sculling buddy Believe me, I would have bottles liked bottles of, of bourbon or whatever you scotch or whatever you kind of kept in your cana cellar. Yeah. And you know, if and I you know, if I happen, you know, God forbid to run out of my um, my doomsday dungeon of booze, yeah. um, I could have ordered more in Dan Dr. Dan, you know. Well no, you just sent out Mrs. Kana because apparently she's perfectly <laughs> fine to go out and yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, so you know, without you know, believe me, like would have, I would have preferred nothing more than just to lounge around in my undies and just sign up to a gazillion and one diplomacy games. Oh yeah, it would have just been like bliss. You could have but, been at the top of the VDIP table by now, potentially, if you got your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I had to. I had to work through it. So yeah, fuck. Fuck. But anyway, getting back to work this week. Start of the week, it's um, it was full PPE, you know, gloves, smock, mask, a lot, yeah. Um, even though the horse is pretty much bolted already. Yep. But no, there we are. First couple so of you're days. You're a jockey. Was, nah. Yeah, that's us. <laughs> yeah. And then anyway. um, then they've re- sort of relaxed that a little bit now. So, you know, yesterday it was uh, just a mask and gloves, and today now it's just a mask. So, which, which makes sense. Next week it'll just be a pair of sunglasses or something. It'll just be, you know, um, being able to keep it at, at bay through the force of your personality. Well, that, that's, yeah. that'll, that'll keep going. So, look, if anyone's wondering why the podcast is delayed a week, it's basically because Kana had to go back to normal work and he couldn't cope with normal work, so he had to push <laughs> no. no, I take that piece. He had a lot of shit going on that had to kind of recalibrate, um, and it just made sense, I think, just to hold over a week. Yep. yep. So, our apologies. Normal transmission has returned. We'll get back to the normal two-weekly schedule now. Yes. Yep. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. Uh, after this, when we're absolutely stonked, we'll record another Patreon, so we'll keep them all going. And Yep, 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 yep. Actually, we recorded an episode when I was in quarantine, yeah, no, no, no. We recorded a Patreon episode. Ah, that's right. That was our longest Patreon episode ever. It's like about an hour and a half long. It was like longer than normal episodes, some of them. That's a really good one. Remember how we were... Yeah. We played a game. Yes, we did. It was it good. Was, it was a good game. Um, we end up beating the bots. Can we do that again? We need to get them filled up. Yes, we can. Although I noticed because... Because I tried to create some of the games, they seem to have then progressed onwards, and then we didn't pause them. And we, well, no, we didn't pause them. And then as a result of that, then I'm just, I, I got whacked, and I'm sure you got whacked as well with some penalty saying we're unreliable on WebDiv. <laughs> Mind you, we don't play at WebDiv too yeah, often, yeah. so it's not going to be like it's not going to be like we're precious about our our ranking over there, unlike Vidia. Um, Can we just sign up for a game, two of us? Yeah. And then if it ticks over, no one else signs up, it auto-fills with pots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so why not do that? Yeah, we can do that. Can we do Choose Your Country and Web No, well, no, no, that's the problem. That's what we were trying to fix. Oh. And then we were, we were um, I was talking to some of the, the web dip, um, mods, they said, yeah, 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 they gave me the, they said, send us the, the game IDs. They'll give you, um, you know, superpowers for those game IDs, and you can change reallocate the countries but the way you do it doesn't make any fucking sense you know how you kind of put these letters like e-t-r-g-i and i can't work out how to actually change things so that if you're being randomly allocated france and we want you to be turkey how to actually change that okay so the way we're going to do this we're just going to have to start a whole heap of games until we end up with a set a combination of countries yeah that um, we want to try out one. Well, we've got lots of... Th- I reckon we just, just start maybe a game. I had, I had ambitions of lots of games, and you're going, no, 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 no. I went, no, yeah, lots of games. But now I'm the one who's kind of come around to your thinking, Kane, and it's like, no, let's have a smaller amount of games. 
Oh, we can yeah. just try this. But I felt that that... No, and, and then if we get the countries we don't want, we just kill that game and then just move on to the next one. Yeah, we just go, concede, move on. Yeah, and then start you another one you. until we end up with... Yeah, but I think this... I mean, so... so have we talked about this in the normal show or not? I think we brought it up that we were going to do this. Yeah. But we were looking, we well we're looking really at talk the, about it. Like, so yeah. the idea is essentially... Test which alliances work, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, I guess if you're not a Patreon listener... Um, too bad, so sad. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah well, too we, bad, we, so sad. <laughs> and, and you want to know what we were talking about. We were actually... I was playing... Um, no, 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 no. Look... Honestly, it's like two bucks. <laughs> two bucks is like, like you buy a cup of coffee for like four bucks. <laughs> so it's like half a coffee. <laughs> Stop being stingy bastards. Two bucks. Go in, listen to it, download them all, and then say, then fuck off. <laughs> and you got them all for only two bucks. How, what's that? Well, that's a pretty good value, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's okay. like you know, it's like I don't know, almost eight hours worth of shit there. But the idea is to test unbreakable alliances. Yes. And uh, yeah, we did a just a recording live while we were playing against the bots at Webdo. That was fun. And we came up with an alliance which, on the scenario, worked very, very well. I was surprised how well it worked. I think, uh, without going into details about the countries, um, we, we did get a good run because of the players that we started, the bots that we started um, focusing on were too busy fighting amongst themselves and didn't kind of get their shit together and they kept you know slapping each other whilst we kept coming at them that also I think it's probably a more a more uncommon alliance yes and maybe the bots haven't seen that as often in their sample set yeah that makes sense yeah so they didn't know how to respond to it yep yep anyway anyway so move on do that again so, are you in any other games at the moment? Are you still got any um, Europa Renovatio game to go? I do have a Europa Renovatio game. Um, so, of the three that we did, you know, Spot Spot Kana. Yep, a couple of episodes Where's Kana? Where's Kana? Um, of the three, I've been killed in two of them. With one of them, um, I'm just holding my own being propped up at this stage by a major power so um, but I'm in a better position than the other two yeah so, very good you know, that, that's one game I'm still in I guess the other game I'm in um, it's a divided states game oh yeah um, and so get this I, I log in and my internet's not working ah, very I remember well, right? this and <laughs> I look at the timer and it's 18 seconds to go before orders are due. Orders are due, and there's just nothing I can do except take a screenshot of it. And you know, so, the map's not loading. It's, so what happened? So the, the the internet wasn't working. It just for whatever reason I was having connection issues at the time I needed to log in. Yep. Yep. I didn't have that many units to order. I could have done it in under a minute had yep. the interactive map worked for God's sake. But. 18 seconds to go, still hasn't loaded. Fuck. Alright. Is that Take the one? That, that was device. Is that the one? Oh no, we can't talk about it. Now, you remember in the Patreon episode we talked about a certain colour? Yeah. Was it that one? It's that one. Ah, well, you, were, course, doing, you were doing I, okay. I was, that. I was. And because I am NMR'd at a 
crucial point. It was a crucial point. You like, got fucked yeah, over. Yeah, I'm now getting screwed. Oh, you which, is, which is fair enough. Like I get that. Well, but it started off yeah. well, you know. But yeah, I mean, I, I play the game the same. Like if I'm playing a, you know, it's a gunboat. It's one of these larger maps, and a person who I'm potentially thinking about as an ally. NMRs in the early stages of the game yep. it's like well okay I'm going to try and remove you off because I can't trust you later I get that that's understandable perfectly reasonable response yep so you know such as it is such as it is um you've been kind of quite judicious you've been sitting there casually Sipping at your um, your porter, eight point eight percent. I've been kind of drinking this like it's a normal fucking beer, and all of a sudden it's just on boom boom. <laughs> um, so I'm in another game, which is the Atlantic Colonies game. I'll, I'll just touch on that very very quickly. Saying I'm almost fucking out of that again too. Atlantic Colonies, what's that? That's that's uh, that's a sort of the really nice map. That's the one with the most gorgeous, gorgeous sepia tone map. Yep. Like, I, I know they've got the wonderful sepia tone maps over in um, Duplicity, but this is a beautiful map over in um, VDIP. And it's, um, what, France, England, Spain and Portugal fighting over North and South America and Africa and, of course, the uh, European homeland. Yep. And you're not doing too well. No, I'm doing pretty shit in that one too. <laughs> I'm just going to pull it up and have a look just to see. Just because I've got to rub it in. Just to rub it in. Where is it? Actually, you know what? Oh, I, I, think, I think at the moment there's, when with the podcast, basically when you submit it to iTunes and all these other places, we have like a brief summary that we can, that you know, you can describe what the podcast is about. Oh, yeah? And I think we kind of currently say about, you know, you can listen to us and you know, and learn some, some strategies of, you know, how to play better and blah, 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 diplomacy. I might have to change that. <laughs> learn how to play poorly. Learn how to play poorly. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing very well, are you? No. You've lost all your, your European holdings. Yes. You've lost all your, yep. Yep. North fucked. American and, did you start with any South American holdings? Uh, yeah, around uh, that area there was one. Yep. No, and you're just... Living on a prayer down in Africa. Is, isn't there a song about that? No, Living on a Prayer is from Bon Jovi. No, no, but like living, living in Africa. Living on though, a prayer. A... That's a Toto song. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, no, you're stuffed. Um, so... I'm stuffed on that, but I'm actually trying to start a few games at the moment. Oh yeah? Yeah. What games? Well, they're anonymous games, so I'm kind of kind of going to show my hand a little bit by just talking about the games. Is that allowed? Just to encourage people to maybe join. They yeah, won't know well, who I am. They'll probably be finished, like full up by the time this goes live. Well, actually, two of the games I'm the only player in them, so we won't talk about them. So no one's joined those fuckers. But I've um. I tried to get a game going called Italian Stallions. The Machiavelli. A Machiavelli map. Isn't that map your first experience of diplomacy? That's why I want to play it. 
the uh, Machiavelli map was... I, I never... My first game of Diplomacy was never played on the Diplomacy map. It was played on the Machiavelli variant map. Okay. But and doesn't Machiavelli have some weird rules that go alongside it? Yeah, probably. But, you know, I'm up for weird, weird rules. Okay. But this is just the map conversion. Oh, so it doesn't have the weird rules? No. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, no, it has got some weird rules. Oh, it's got some weird rules. Awesome. It was based on the... Okay, that's right. So Machiavelli had a whole heap of different... Versions. Versions, like scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So it takes place in the year 1454. Um, Venice, Florence, Papacy, Milan and Naples. France, Austria and Turkey. No. No? Okay. Well, they were. They highlighted. See, there's Turkey there, France is there, and Austria's there. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Yeah. Eight player game. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep. Um, It takes place on the Italian peninsula. During the Renaissance, funny enough. Renaissance, yes. When... uh, Machiavelli wrote his famous treatise. The Prince. The Prince. Plus others. Did he? What else did he write? Uh, he wrote a... Um, there's another diatribe he wrote as well. He was most famous for the Prince. Oh. One called On Diplomacy? No. No. Diplomacy you Winning Strategies? Have you ever read it? The, the Prince? Prince? No. I've downloaded it on my Kindle, but I've never actually read it. It's a good read. I must admit, this is, that's a great point. I was thinking the other day about do I need to start reading don't worry about this it's just a fucking spammer phone call whatever they call those things um, I was thinking the other day about reading old military strategies and seeing whether that would actually help with diplomacy gameplay so I mean there's the prince there's von Clausewitz with his, which on is war. on war yep but um, even like going back to some old Sun Tzu, Sun Tzu, Art of War. I know what kind of oh, fuck. What was it? What caused it was a. I was reading something which talked about and referenced a. I don't know what it was. I'm reading at the moment a fictional account set in Roman Britain. Um, I can't this is during the period of Nero was the emperor. So okay. quite early right. on. Yeah, quite early on. And at one stage there's this quote there by some Roman general dude from like 100 AD. And he wrote these books around the, some type of thing about the, the stratagem, stratagem or something. Here it is. Stratagemata. Here it is. I, was, I had it still on my thing. Um, by the Roman author Frontinus. 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 It's a collection of examples of military stratagems from Roman and Greek history, ostensibly for the use of generals. So, now, I don't know how realistic applying some of that theory is to a game. I don't think it probably works, but you never know. I, I, I need to revisit Machiavelli. Um, I, I remember, like, there's an awful lot in there about, like, just basic statecraft and around the idea of princelings. Um, 
it's also that I, ima- I imagine you'll find gems in something like that for how to deal with belligerence or yep. powers that are stronger than yourself or powers that are weaker than yourself you know all those really apply when you're on the diplomacy board um, so another thing that I picked up I can't remember where I listened to this one they name drop Aristotle around the modes of persuasion and I think this has actually probably got more to do with diplomacy Aristotle writes something like that. Yeah, he did. He needed to sleep. What? <laughs> You're yawning. Uh, yeah. No, I... Sorry. The alcohol just hit me. Um... <laughs> now you know what it's like. <laughs> um, but did Aristotle write something like that? Yeah, so he talks about, he he, about the devices and rhetoric, which I think is pretty important for a diplomacy player. Yeah. They classify the speaker's appeal to the audience. So he talked about three main things and a lesser Western lesser thing. So there's ethos, pathos, and logos. And a lesser known karios. So ethos is an appeal to the authority or the credibility of the presenter. It's how well the presenter convinces the audience that the presenter is qualified to speak on the subject. Yeah. So being noted, blah, blah, blah. Demonstrating mastery of the terminology of the field. So being introduced by the bona fides of the person so I think that would work well when you're playing a game yeah, and it can also turn to play against you I mean, I've had it where I've just gone like, straight up oh, I've started talking about you know a technical alliance or the Lepanto the virtues of a Lepanto and I'm playing Austria and I'm talking that up with Italy yep. Italy's like who is this guy I've only played one or two games before in my life He's a threat because he's no obviously knows this game. I'm just going to attack him. So I mean, there's, there's plus and minus. But if you were talking to somebody else who had, was used to the game, they might go, "Oh, okay. So you got your shit together. You've played a few games. You know what's going down. Let's 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 try. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah, have yeah, a let's, let's a have guy. a you know a man to man or you know person to person conversation. Okay, yeah, all right. What's the next one? Logos. Pathos. Pathos. Pathos is an appeal to the audience's emotions. Don't kill me, don't kill me. I'll do it. I'll, 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 the term I'll, sympathy, path, pathetic, and empathy are derived from pathos. It can be used as a form of metaphor, simile, and passionate delivery, or even a simple claim that the matter is unjust. So I guess, I guess it's appealing to the... To the underdog nature. Yes. Okay. I remember actually hearing this about the context of appealing to the heart, the head, and the stomach. You know what I mean? So I think, and like the logos is around the logical appeal. So obviously, the word logic comes from that. Um, can it be used to describe facts and figures? So I think log, the, the, the logos is more about using the head. The pathos is like the you know pulling to the heart, whilst the ethos is more the credibility. It goes to the the guts of the matter. You know what I mean? So, if I was to come to you and suggest a convoy, we'll fight until we can do a convoy from St. Petersburg to Syria. Am I going for your ego, or am I trying to appeal towards... Well, now you're getting into Freudian shit. 
Yeah, well, what am I appealing to? You know, obviously I'm not, oh, from, I'm from not that, operating from that on logos. Point of view. Because that's a, not a logical thing to argue for. But it could be logical in that, you know, I'm proposing a solid alliance okay. till the bitter end. I reckon that's that would be a combination of pathos and ethos. Okay. So ethos, you want to kind of add credibility and you're appealing to the other person's credibility to show, hey, we can do this. We can do this. We've got our shit together. We can do St. Peter, Syria. Aye, aye, aye. Aye, 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 aye. And also the, the pathos, which is more the emotional thing, which is, I guess is like, hey, it is appealing to the ego. Yeah. All right. So this cropped up. There's a question on Reddit. Oh, yeah. I'll read it out and then we'll have a ponder and then I'll go and get some more drinks. Oh, yeah, because I'm going to miss out. All right. Hi, Reddit Diplomacy. I'm hoping someone can point me in the right direction. I've read the mega thread and looked at some of the resources, but I can't find the answers to the questions I have. First, I'm brand new to diplomacy and have been introduced to it by virtue of being a school project. The game looks like a lot of fun, and I, along with 10 other teammates, comprise Turkey. We have the opportunity. Comprise Turkey? Yeah, so him and 10 other, 10 of his. Him and ten other people are all co-playing Turkey. That's how oh. I read that. So there's like 70 people playing one game. Yeah. So it must be a college. Oh, okay. Like a college politics. Right. Okay. Or something. Yep. Yep. Or, yep. You know, yep. Um, we have the opportunity to play the game against our classmates for additional credit, which I could always use. What an awesome professor. Great professor. So, whoever this dude is, tell us about your professor. The, the biggest difference between what I believe is the standard version of the game and the class's version is that instead of playing to 18 supply centres, the winner will be determined by which country has the most units by spring 1907. Okay. So, it's tournament rules. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. yeah. Similar to that. You know there's going to be a hard deadline. Unlike tournament where you don't know exactly probably when it'll be you know it'll probably be around that 906 907 yeah so, so similar similar scenario so you know, yep. you play it differently yeah the course schedule only dictates 12 orders essentially okay so you've got 12 orders essentially to give between 1901 and 1907 yeah excluding retreats and builds and retreats builds yeah each order Executed once a week. Oh. So what happens with the um, for this? The so it must be over a semester block. What happens with the negotiation? Well, you got seven blokes who can all negotiate on behalf all of all women. Your... Thank you, Kana. Yeah, you got several. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for pulling me up on that. No problem. Yeah. Um, you've got you've got seven of your classmates who can all participate, or ten of your classmates who can all participate on behalf of your country in negotiations over the course of the week. Yep. Whether that's a phone call or um, actually, you know what? You know what makes it interesting. Or so it's like, oh, can I, can I buying you a beer? Okay, can I digress or we well, just can I just, just, just finish? Yeah, just you, let you, me you finish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, the first order, nine oh one, is scheduled to start next week. Might be worth mentioning that no one in my class, besides the instructor, 
is believed to have any experience with the game. Whoa! With all that being said, any suggestions or recommendations on where to read about strategy for this type of play? Any suggestions or recommendations from the community? Appreciate any feedback. Okay, so um, first thing I'd recommend is unsubscribe from Diplomacy Games because we're not very good at playing the game. So you don't want our advice. Oh, don't, no, 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 no. Go back. <laughs> don't do that. Go okay, back sorry, and listen sorry. to all of them. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then come to your own realisation that we don't know shit. But by then you would have learnt so much more and what? we can take some lessons from you through interviews. Um, now, honestly, actually, this is a really great intriguing question because it's not just like normal diplomacy is it yeah well you've got 10 other people on your team and you're playing turkey yeah yeah so presumably there's 10 people playing on austria but what this what this reminds me of is like literally this is actually probably more realistic as a recreation of what diplomacy is about like a world war one simulation okay because very rarely would you have a situation where there's just one person in charge who has full authority to be able to make all decisions. An absolute dictator. Absolute dictator, he's right. And even then you still get disagreements. Um, but, but one thing is, like, you can have used like 10 people, or is it 10 people or 7 people? 10. 10 people going out there, smoozing, influencing, and trying to persuade these various other people in other countries who presumably will come together... They'll make some conversations, they'll coalesce, they'll come up with a decision. So it's a really, I don't know, it's, it's mind-blowing, really, that, that concept. It's really, yeah, it sounds fun. Like, like I mean, okay, so me yep. approaching it, okay, I'm in a team, I've got 10 people on my team. Yep. I would look for, okay, well, let's be realistic. I'm playing I'm, It's, I'm it's playing a university team. project, half of them aren't going to fucking do anything. <laughs> but you're playing a game. Um, well, they might. I'd, I'd, I'd say, okay... Um, Ambi, you're in charge of negotiations with Russia. Gopher, you're in charge of negotiations with Austria. And so on. So you assign six players, a country. Right. And then you would have two negotiators. You'd have three negotiators. So the negotiators of each country would come back to the negotiatees a discussion about what the proposals are, what that other country is looking at doing yep. and those three negotiators discuss between themselves that strategy what, and ultimately come up with a yes, no, counter proposal they're making those informed and then the final decision, the negotiators right, the three negotiators um, give their final set of orders to the I don't know. Give 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 that to the final, um, the order writer, the the the, yep. the principal, the titular head of the country, yep. who then either agrees to do that, puts or, it in the box, and puts it into the box. That's his job. All he has to do is get it there on time. So like a head of state, just put it yeah, in the box. Yeah. So so you know you can give that to you know that could be your it, it, it could be someone who's very highly engaged with it, or it could equally be your. Um, most disengaged person on your team whose sole job is to put that set of orders in. Yeah. You know, it could be the, uh, the jock sporty guy who doesn't care. Just yeah, stereotyping, yeah. of course. <laughs> so, look, it's a great question. Has there been any responses to the thread? 
there has been. Why don't you pause it and I'll go and get some more drinks. And not hang up on it or whatever I did last time. Cheers. And we're back. We're back. It feels good time in getting that beer there. It's like literally you went and got the beer and like five seconds later, four dudes with motorcycles just turned up like three, four feet away from where we're seated. <laughs> See, have you ever, you've ever done motorbikes before? Oh, only the, um, only the cross country kind of. Vroom, 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 vroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I've done like a like a little scooter thing in Spain. Oh, I've done mopeds. Moped thing. For sure, yeah. I've done mopeds. Yeah. Yeah. See, remember earlier on I was talking about the surfing where I'm pretty uncut. It's like <laughs> I know my brain says you lean into the corner, but you can't help but turn the. But my bike says no, I've got to stay upright. <laughs> <laughs> nice bikes though. Nice bikes. Um, so, I've been reading through the advice from players, and it's, it's pretty good, but I don't think anyone really addresses the whole issue very well around um, all the teammates and how to actually best use that, like the way you talked about. Yeah, because not only are you having to negotiate with other teams, you have to figure out some sort of team Yeah, function. I mean, you touched on the same thing that Funlux pointed out, which is like the idea of you know, appointing somebody to be the chief negotiator with each country. And I think actually that makes a lot of sense. But the hard part would be, okay, so you're, I don't know, it's Turkey. So what happens with the negotiations with France? Does that really have much fucking to do at the beginning? Well, it could be your spy. Embed yeah. yourself with the enemy. Plan ahead, play the long game. Play the long game. But then, you know, you might have, okay, if you were the, the guy that puts the orders in the box and your you, 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 you emissary to Russia says, Russia's really keen, we want to smack up Austria. But the emissary... Emissary? Emissary? Emissary. To Austria says, let's smack up Italy. Uh, and then Italy, the emissary from Italy says, let's smack up Austria. And, and what happens then to the guy that puts the order in the box? He goes, I've got no fucking idea. Is that what the, then you saw the the role of the, the chief negotiators being? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so your, your your individual emissaries come back, feed that information to the chief negotiators, who then discuss it around with each other, and then feed back what they want their emissary to be proposing or counter proposing or making an agreement. So. I think this is really great amongst the Hollywood noobs because it could be so <laughs> chaos. But you know what would be great? Can you imagine that type of concept as a, I don't know, like a bonus day at a World Diplomacy Championship? <laughs> it doesn't count for shit, but like that whole concept of 70 people all out there negotiating and doing this type of thing. <laughs> How mad would that be? That would be so much fucking fun. <laughs> a whole day of all that shit. That would be really fun. It would be amazing to watch. Amongst amongst really great players. People who know their shit. People know their shit. Yeah. I mean, no offence to, you know, the, the, the noobs in this class. But how cool would that be? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Oh, I... you should talk to Goffy about that for the Thailand one. The Thailand World Diplomacy. Like, Is that a... still going ahead? Oh, it's like in 2021, we might have vaccines by then. Oh, please God. Please God, yes. 
Um, I don't know. I reckon there's a. I don't know. It depends on how all the vaccine things go through stage three and shit. Yeah. As long as it's not like the I Am Legend where everyone kind of gets the vaccine and they turn into zombies. <laughs> Sorry if I gave away the plot line for that one. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, stiff. <laughs> we just gave it away. Go. <laughs> um, I don't know, but they're giving it to frontline healthcare workers and vulnerable people to start yeah. off with anyway. Well, they so do a fucking load you, of fucking you know, tests, don't they? Yeah. The question is, that their long-term effects, mate? Don't do those. So Kana, the man with the finger on the fucking other train. Of course, the other thing that really, my hat's off to the instructor, professor, whoever it is, for embedding something that would just be so fun to watch your young international studies students have to figure out. I'm just making the assumption that's what the subject, what the class is. But, well, that's what I was thinking of the same thing. What is the class? Is it politics? Is it psychology? Is yeah. it, well, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, what is it? Um, is it leadership? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, but yeah. I mean, all of those three could work, essentially. Is it civics? Is it, yeah. Who knows? But, you know, hats off for way to finding a good way to, you know, embed class dynamics to something that would be quite interesting to learn which is that, that negotiation for a purpose what a skill absolutely you know, like, yeah good on you instructor whoever you are we should track him down interview him yes yeah 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 actually who would we talk to about that would we talk to um... well first off the guy that posted it yeah well we could track it there but no, no, but the, um... Play Diplomacy has a function there for instructors and school Yeah, I've kind of, I've kind of reached out on that once before and got a guy... It was just before COVID started hitting yeah. and he was, like, looking after, like, a, a, a university type of leadership, like a postgraduate thing. Right. Where he used diplomacy there. Um, but I was more interested in probably that, that next level down, more at that high school poli sci type of thing. Right. But then COVID came on, didn't get around to going back and chasing it up. Make for an interesting interview. It would. Speaking of interesting interviews without giving out too much, we've got a recording this weekend, haven't we? We've got an interview this weekend. Saturday, yeah. Which will come out in the episode after this one. Yeah, yeah, so we'll top and tail that for the next recording that we catch up on. Yep. Um, but I'm, I'm excited about this one. It's one of my favourite variant developers yep. out there. Um, I've actually ported a couple of his variants across into VD, so. Um, He's a quiet yeah. achiever. Yeah, I'd say well, so. Well, I think so. Well, he, he, like, he, his, he, um, he, like, he gets, he gets shit done. Doesn't kind of look for the accolades too much. His um, his actions, his, his um, actions. No, his, his products speak for themselves. I think, yes, really, and that's a that, that's a pretty good thing to say about Varian creators in in and of itself. Speaking of which, I do have to have a I have to 
Yeah, he got a bit of a I've got a bit mea of a, culpa. Yeah, got a, yeah mea culpa. Um, apparently, there is a spot on the Duplicity app where you can see who's created what variant. Because um, we did, we did kind of, you know, put a little bit of scorn and we did constructive yeah. criticism there, but. Um, Having said that, it, we're too stupid to work out how to actually find out that information. It wasn't quite as intuitive as you'd like. It, yeah, it wasn't quite as intuitive. It's not attached to the actual um, variant description, which is where I would have assumed it would have been. Yeah, you've got to go like and a level down and then a level down. To find that information. So, yeah. um, so it's kind of like, you know, whether anybody actually reads the, you know, terms and conditions on the internet when they kind of agree or anything. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Kind of like that. So... Um, you know, I do have to apologise. It does live there. Um, it does exist on Duplicity uh, acknowledgements for who creates what variant. Now, it wasn't Duplicity. Um, it was conspiracy. Conspiracy. Yes. That's the alcohol kicking in. Kicking in. Yep. It's conspiracy. So, yep. My apologies on that. Having said that, it's perfectly understandable that I couldn't find it, given that it's kind of hidden. Yep. So, you know, such as it is, it's there. I think we've definitely picked the wrong spot to sit in Kana. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> This is oh, very uh, much a train spotting exercise. <laughs> Kana and Ambigo for train spotting. Alright. Hmm. Um on on variant shit, because this is unfortunately become a bit of a variant type of conversation here. One other thing I kind of stumbled on during um, our last break, well, you know, between things, and it's actually Reddit-related. Oh, yeah? Remember, you sent me... I think it was I... Um, uh, like text or whatever like that. You recently got a new T-shirt. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> so I posted this up on our Twitter account where somebody had kind of provided you with a... a United States of Panhandle, where basically a map of the what do you call it with the, the lower 48? It's the contiguous contiguous United States so, of yeah, America. So, yep. Where so, but basically someone picked up those that that normal map, normal American state map. Yep. But added a panhandle onto every state, even if it doesn't have one. <laughs> yes. And those that have a panhandle <laughs> handles are given longer panhandles. And I loved it so much. I thought, oh, okay. I uh, took that and made a photo. I, I took that image and I got myself a shirt made out of it. So I'll it wear that next time. I'll wear that. Yeah, I'll wear, I'll wear it to our next interview. Wear it to our, wear it to our Christmas get together. <laughs> but I didn't realise this, but um, basically, where that originated, someone posted on Reddit in one of the um, the Reddit. Sub forums were called no offense, map porn. Map porn. Map yeah, porn. Yep, yep. There's some lovely maps there. And you know, there is some beautiful maps there, and for some reason this thing's not fucking working properly. But um if anyone's got an interest in um you know, beautiful maps, weird maps. Fun combinations of maps. Yeah. Just like, you know, you got five, ten minutes to spend that you just go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. Go to Reddit 
reddit.com slash r slash mattporn. <laughs> Actually, the one I, I get lost at is um, alternative history maps. Oh, right. Um, yeah, I, I just get... Like, I can look at those things for hours. I'll send you a link. Yeah, look at this. Here's like this weird one. Like, Roman expeditions to sub-Saharan Africa. Yeah, they got fucking pretty far down. Where'd they get to? Like, you know, Chad. Yeah, like, you know, Chad, Nigeria type of area. Rome. Rome. Huh. Those crazy Romans. They cross the Sahara. Oh, here we are. This is a great one for us. American state-by-state guide to kangaroo ownership legality. <laughs> You're real, real. Okay. So, um... Okay, so most states in America, for some reason, think it's illegal to own a kangaroo. <laughs> you hope so. Okay. But the forward-thinking Americans in Wisconsin, West Virginia, and South Carolina can own a kangaroo, and they don't even need any paperwork. <laughs> no <laughs> permit required. <laughs> they just need a kangaroo. Those want a kangaroo? Fucking you have a kangaroo. <laughs> That's freedom. <laughs> Really? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. West Virginia. West Virginia, South Carolina. (laughs) Or there's a few states where you can own a kangaroo, but you just need a permit. A little bit of government paperwork to conflict. Okay. In Maine, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Ohio, too many fucking beers, (laughs) Illinois, shit, there's a lot of it. Washington, Idaho, Nevada, New Mexico, and of course, Texas. In Texas, you can fucking own anything. Pretty much. That's a great map. What about emus? Who would have thought? Emus, yes. But there was that emu that escaped um, a zoo. It must have been a backyard zoo or someone's house. Ah, right. And they captured it on... It it went viral for a bit. Yeah? Yeah. Someone called the cops, and the cops were trying to figure out how to catch this emu and put it into their cop cop car. Figure out what to do with it. What the fuck do you do with an emu? <laughs> what the hell do you do with an emu? Actually, it's funny you said that because, like, I use um, a VPN quite often for uh, my computer and shit. You know, the um, yes, understood, yeah, yeah. understood, and as you should, I as think, you, you know, should. And uh, I got... a VPN is like browsing the supermarket shelves naked. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so for some reason, I don't know. My, my VPN went out through uh, Las Vegas. Must be like a fast speed or whatever. Okay. And I kept getting all these ads because it obviously thinks I'm in, in Nevada. And it was for this insurance company. Fuck, I don't remember what it was called. But their insurance ads were all with like an emu was the mascot. <laughs> for real. <laughs> of this obscure American insurance company. It's like Mimu the emu or some shit like that. I don't know. Lemu <laughs> the emu? I don't know. It's just so like fucking bizarre that some Australian... Yeah, anyway, a couple of weird Australian things happening going in America. So using a VPN, it's going through into the data. Yeah. You're obviously looking at maybe, you know, Australian news and, um, you know, what, what's going on, Australian current affairs or whatever it is, but it's Australian tinged. Actually, Brisbane, t- Brisbane Times, probably. <laughs> Brisbane Times. Because that way you kind of get around their fucking paywall. So, so they've got, okay, let's go, uh, <laughs> let's advertise something um, that's got an Australian... Theme I don't know. I, I think it was just pure coincidence, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Me movie, he movie. 
there. Lemu, the emu, Mimu, the emu. Have we got anything else? Not really for this particular episode. Next one should be fun. But, um, what should we, fuck it, should we say? Yeah, fuck it, why not? David Cohen. So, David E. Cohen. David E. Cohen. That's so, right. Very much looking forward to that interview. So. so David E. Cohen has produced a number of really well-recognised, extremely balanced variant maps. Which have been picked up and played extensively on a number of platforms. So Many platforms. Yeah, hats off in that space. Yeah. So, no, Nine World 901, um, uh, Maharaja. Maharaja. Mandate, Mandate of Heaven. Yep, and he's just most recently been working on a large world map. Yes. Yep. So hopefully, when this comes out on Saturday our time, that'll be around the same time we're sitting down having a bit of a conversation with him. Yeah. Yep, so um, sorry, we had to pause because the more bikes turned up. Yep. What were we saying? Uh, David E. Cohen. <laughs> That's what alcohol does so, to you. So here kids. we are. So, so we're getting towards um, the end of the normal episode. We're getting pretty pissed. Here's another incentive to, to fucking just chuck in two bucks in the pot. Because we'll be drinking another one of because these. Because we'll be babies. drinking some more of this this wonderful stone and wood alcohol. And, you and we will be <laughs> pretty fucking shit-faced. All these. I actually, actually, I want to try a taste tester of um, your one. Okay, well, let's swap drinks. No, no, so get... no, no, no. Oh, you gotta swap. Yeah, no, I'll, no I'll I was, I was gonna get like one of those, like, like a little taste tester shit. We don't oh, pay any money. Oh. oh, well, get a couple of those. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get one of each, thank you very much. Let's <laughs> test which one do we want. Yes. Alright. Um, anything else? No, let's wrap it up. I'm Gaynor. I'm Amby. Check us out on Stitcher, iTunes, wherever good podcasts are played. Um, if you don't have those apps, then jump onto diplomacygames.com uh, for our show notes, any additional images and uh, content that we post that might not work on the podcast. That, that, you sound like you know your shit. You don't do fucking anything on this. <laughs> You're the talent. You just kind of turn up, crack open your beer, sit down... <laughs> Blah, 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 diplomacy, more beer, blah, 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 diplomacy, more beer, I'm off, see you later. <laughs> Amber, you've got to fucking organise everything else. <laughs> but but you, you, you pull that off, I reckon. <laughs> fucking how lazy am I? <laughs> no, you're not lazy. I reckon I need to kind of just, just grow you a little bit more. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. And right. don't forget to check it. Get, get, get fucking two bucks. Patreon. Come on. All right. See you guys. You make, you make Kana happy. <laughs> happy. Happier. Happier. See ya. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.